Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And a very warm welcome to it. Yes, this is sapeople.com with Jenny Baxter over in Antibes in France and myself, Melanie Walker, in Johannesburg, bidding you a very fond hello. How's hello, it now? Jenny. How's it, Bruce? <laughs> How are you? Doing well. Like, I'm, you know, I often say I'm like really blessed about the fact that. It might get cold in Johannesburg in winter, but when you're in the sunshine, it's not like it is in London where there's just this big white orb in the sky that emits no heat. At least here, the sun, when you sit in the sun, you feel it, man. You can even get a tan. It's been lovely in the sun. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. But, you know, we're just carrying on and uh, looking forward to the weekend, baby. Yeah, we've got a holiday on Monday. I don't know what it's for. Do we? So. No, no, no. Do we? we? We in France do. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't even know when we have holidays because I just work. I work weekends. <laughs> I work holidays. It's not a thing. It's anyway, the same, so. yeah. 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 But it's nice. Keeping yeah. busy. Keeping out of mischief. You know, idle hands, devils work, all of that stuff. We don't want to be going there. <laughs> Uh, all right. So what have you been working hard on this week? What is your main story? Um, well, a lot of South Africans appear to be having a problem. I mean, it, it seems like a joke, but you know, Hayley Reichardt, who I sometimes mention, she's mm. very proudly South African in London and, and often represents South Africans. Um, she's spoken to at least four different people that have had the same problem. So it appears to be true, which is that South African people on South African passports who are trying to get into Ireland are getting Mm -hmm. this questionnaire that they have to answer and it's an Afrikaans and so that's to prove that they're really South African because what's happened is that so many people, Home Affairs has been making a lot of money on the side so many people have been getting fake South African passports you know, people who are from other countries and and they've been coming into Europe so so now they just want to check that we are authentic, real South Africans so there's a bunch of they want a green mumba for goodness sake <laughs> <laughs> well it's probably better than whatever theirs is they might have yeah and so because you know south africa is at least no i was going to say member of the commonwealth but that doesn't really matter to ireland but for the rest of europe i don't know south africa is obviously higher up on the ladder than some other countries in africa so um okay so yeah so people but you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to get into the country because you can't speak afrikaans so you wouldn't understand what they were saying exactly like i, w- I looked at the questions and I could answer some of them. So what happened to another girl just like me is she Google translated some of the questions and then got told, yeah, you were Googling the answers. And she's like, no, I didn't even understand the questions. So, is this just uh, in Ireland? Yeah, apparently. And, and um, I mean, I don't know who's marking them. I didn't know anybody in Ireland spoke Afrikaans. So. And then I did. <laughs> and there's things like apparently the the lady who one of the ladies working at the at border control in Ireland mm. said the question that most people are getting wrong is what is the grootste stad in South Africa? Johannesburg. Of course, yeah. But lots yeah. of people are obviously not understanding what stat means, and so they're saying th- things probably like the Soweto Stadium or whatever. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> is it because South Africans don't need a visa to go into Ireland itself, only to go into England? Yes, yes. Okay. So And, the, and then once they're there, they're obviously not leaving, and they're not real. 
They're not okay. real South Africans. Mm. They are real humans. But yeah, so, so, so that's <laughs> a, big, a big problem right now, and, and everybody's onto it. And um, it's, it's Ryanair that's doing it. So it's the cheaper oh. airline who's obviously been getting into trouble. Four. Yes, um, that was the, that was the company that I actually applied to become an air hostess for when I was living in Ireland. So, oh really? I didn't make it. I didn't. Get, no, I didn't fly with them. I only flew with SAA. Proudly with SAA yeah. for a long time. Anyhow, okay. So, well, yeah, that's interesting. Now, one thing I did do this the, since we last spoke is, of course, it was, and I, I can't just say it was Chelsea because people look at me and say, "What do you mean?" In my world, when we talk about Chelsea and Hampton Court, it means it's the Chelsea Flower Show. So I've been watching that on BritBox I think I might have mentioned it and of course um, it's been like all the other pictures that are coming up everywhere about the Queen's um, Platinum Jubilee and like you know the the fact that they had her there and they were just doing all these things for her and I've been seeing amazing pictures of fly pasts and how everybody is like so kind of proud and like our Queen is you know doing this that and the other so that's been lovely have you been putting stuff up as well? Yes like they they released a beautiful new portrait of the Queen and she made such a lovely speech you know just gratitude to everybody she seriously has you know done life and service and whatever Mm. knows how to serve other people but one thing last night all the beacons were meant to be lit around Mm. the whole world all the all the commonwealth countries and the beacon was going on in pretoria the, the light and so I was watching on Reuters you know they had like a live thing and then a message came up saying not enough people so we're turning it off so I don't know if the light I, I presume the light was turned on and it's just our live feed that got killed but I've been searching and I couldn't find any pictures of it so if you happen well, maybe to they go had to a rolling blackout Maybe, maybe we went into stage five or something and they couldn't do it. Or we ran out of fuel because, you know, they didn't have enough money to pay for it. And I'm joking. I just know. the things that we have. We have to have something fun to, to deal with, you know. <laughs> you can't just sit there and go, it's all doom and gloom. But we're always looking for the good good things. Okay, yeah. so what news have we got for expats? On visas and everything, we mm-hmm. we spoke recently to the High Commission, UK High Commission in Pretoria, and they said for anybody who's waiting for the decision, if you're applying to settle in the UK, your spouse or, or somebody is British, you know, you know that category. That at the moment, once you've had your appointment, it's going to take 24 weeks before you get an answer. So they they okay. are working on that to get it faster. But I mean, England has just been inundated with so many things. You know, I they've know. got the refugee crisis with Ukraine, and you know, your friend was battling just with a visitor visa for her daughter. Yeah, and even trying to get your passport from England at the moment because I've got um, one coming through for my daughter. And I mean, she's saying that um, you know, even the the examiners at the HMPO haven't even been able to confirm receipt of the documentation which <gasps> means it's still in their mail room yeah. okay and then um, it's going to take much longer than the quoted delivery times because of the pandemic and because of the latest coronavirus messages, uh, measures because of social distancing they've reduced their staffing level levels at the passport office and um, like the Ukraine is slowing down embassy. the delivery <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is chaotic in England at the moment. You know, people that are waiting in queues for hours and hours to catch planes. It's um, it's all a little messy. So I'm glad I'm already in France for the summer. I've got a beach and a sea to swim in and will not be traveling to London this summer. 
<laughs> okay, no, um, I'm, I'm thinking I should just come across to France. Oh, and, yeah, uh, please why do. Not? Ted's yeah. coming. Yes. Actually, and, Ted's, and yeah, he's I know Ted's there France. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've been following his story. So for those of you who haven't been following, Ted Berto, who writes for SAPeople.com as well, um, one of the bloggers, he's been cycling through France and doing stories. And I love the story about that um, place where he just decided to go in because the gate was open and he went and he had a look yeah. at this place that was, a, a was once a hotel. Yeah. And it's a beautiful place, which is just like nobody's going there. And he's just telling the most amazing stories. But he is a fabulous storyteller. He so is, really and a fabulous cyclist. I was, yeah. I was meant to yeah. meet him, but I think I've checked out. But I've, I've also got too much work. I would, I, I would actually love to be cycling with him right now. That will happen, yeah. Oh, and I just want to throw in as a side, yes. I have a British passport and I'm single. <laughs> right, okay, well, let's go on. What is this about the H&M Global Pride campaign? I have a... A British passport and an Australian passport, and I'm single. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Okay. Uh, what was the other thing you wanted to know? H&M. Ah, oh, H&M have got a global pride campaign going. Mm-hmm. They just launched it yesterday. And they chose three families around the world that are representing this campaign. And the campaign is about how family are the people who love you no matter who you love. You know, so they're mm-hmm. not necessarily biologically related to you. And, um, and they've chosen a South African family. So we have a photo and everything on the site. And um, a great to see them representing everyone. Around the world. Yes. Angels. Yeah, yeah that's angels the family name. Now. And then my favorite angels, and I, I only knew about this yesterday because I happened to be visiting some friends who have got super sport because I don't really watch sport unless it's rugby and then I'll go off to like Pirates Club or something and go and watch there, is that the five South African rugby teams joining the elite European competitions. But I saw that it was like, I'm thinking there's Leinster there. What's going on here? What, what South Africans like? What is this new thing that they're doing? So I was like really quite excited about the it's, fact that South African rugby is going so far everywhere. It, it, it's amazing. I mean, they say it's a major, major boost for SA rugby. Um, mm. I think that they've just realized for some reason, I, I don't know enough myself, that uh, the Northern Hemisphere has more rugby promise for them, maybe more more games, I don't know, more matches. So, they'll, mm. so now what's added to it is they'll be playing the top English and French club teams. Yeah. So yeah. pretty cool and nice for the expats, of course. We can, we can now see more South Africans. Although, you know, I go to Toulon and even Nice, and I do see South Africans because there's so many in the French teams already, individual players. You well, know, in France, I support Pepignon. Perpignan. Oh, yeah. I like Perpignan. Um, and I've got some people who are also on this mission at the moment and trying to get SA Rugby and like all the movers and shakers here in South Africa to help to do something um, about getting um, the Ukrainian rugby team guys into a safer situation as well. Uh, so I'll keep you updated awesome. with that when I know what's actually going on. Okay. That would be a good one, hey? Great. Okay, and what now, the part that I always like, what have South Africans abroad been doing, which has been good and has come across your radar? Well, there's a South African film editor who studied in Cape Town, Aline de Klerk. Mm-hmm. She's doing really well in LA. She's done loads of shows like Momentum, Dark something. But, but right now, <laughs> she's done The Shrink Next Door. And, yeah. and that's on Apple TV. 
and is doing really well. It's, and it's based on a true story of a, a psychologist. A shrink who lived next door? <laughs> who lived next door, but he did more than that. He, he would get these celebrity clients and then he mm-hmm. would basically steal their money, their mansions, take all his friends to their places. Um, oh, very rude. Yeah, yeah. He lived quite the life. He's, he's been struck off the list now, but it's, but it's a true story. And then here in Europe, uh, to, well, the whole South African swim team made South Africa very proud, but particularly Peter Kutzer and Matthew Sates, both teenagers. I think Matt got eight golds for South Africa last week, in the last week. So very, very cool. And then just happy news for people who like traveling between Europe and Cape Town is that I think I told you once before, KLM announced that from July, they're going to be flying daily to Cape Town. Now yeah. they've announced to celebrate 30 years of flying to South Africa. Now they're going to add an extra three from December, from November or December. So that's 10 flights a week to, to Cape Town, Amsterdam, Cape Town. So people are going to find it much easier to come and visit. Much easier, but as you've said before, it means that they won't be coming via Johannesburg and going to the Kruger Park. And, and to the Kruger Park. Well, they can always just like, you know, get a, a flight up. Well, if we have any aeroplanes, that will be able to fly them anywhere. Because <laughs> I saw the Kome, Kome and, and Kalula have like closed again. Oh, and I'm like going no. on. What's happening? They sent that like in the middle of the night. I was doing that story. Mm. And did you see the little plane that kind of. It's so funny. Landed it, on a road somewhere. Yeah, in Stellenbosch, between, between Stellenbosch and Somerset West. But the funniest yeah. thing is that, is that the plane did like an emergency landing, but it did crash. Like if you look at the front of the plane, it's mm, kind mm. of banged in. And the so, front fell off, yeah. So, so the initial headline that uh, Stellenbosch municipality had said was that this light plane crashed. And then, of course, all the social media armchair critics are like, that's not a crash, it's an emergency landing. So then, when I did the story, I said emergency landing. And then I got criticized. That looks like a crash to me. So you just can't please the social media rights at all. Yeah. No, you can't please anybody any yeah. of the time these days, it seems. And my <laughs> wheel literally fell off my car when I was going around a corner. Fortunately, I wasn't actually driving fast at the time. And I had, after four hours of trying to get this car onto a flatbed truck, had this female coming around effing and blinding out the window you're going to cause an accident until she realized we were still trying to put it onto a flatbed truck um i gave her some choice words in return uh, but talking about going back to sport for a second i see that the the judoka judo players as they like to call them or judoka as we call them have been doing very well on their overseas trips as well so people are interested in seeing you know what other sports are doing the smaller sports and it is of course an olympic sport and hopefully our guys will actually like do really Really, really well, and then yeah, Garth, uh, Garth, Garth Collins, who was granite on MTN Gladiators. Oh, oh I've, I've seen granite. photos of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, his son. Uh, does taekwondo I think it is or one of those martial arts and he's also been overseas and done like so amazingly well as well I mean he really oh, acquitted cool. himself incredibly well so I mean they're going over and doing this whole thing like without you know a lot of um, kind of backup from any big sports yeah, federation so well true. done to them big, yes. big for them go 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 okay 
Okay, so we've got to have some local good news. Well, it's local and not local. It's some South African chefs, the junior culinary team, making South mm-hmm. Africa very proud in Abu Dhabi, where they've been holding the World Chefs Congress. They got silver for the African Culinary Cup. So, Excellent. yeah, and they, and they just, they just had a brilliant attitude from the moment they got their photos of them at the airport with the South African flag and, and just sharing our food with everybody. And then I saw that back home with you, Gauteng has launched an app for all your potholes. Oh, but the cool. pothole report has been is called is it called pothole report? I've got it. I've, I go around taking pictures of potholes and reporting all the time. Oh, and hopefully well they'll done. get around to fixing them. Well no, that's it's kind of you know we need to do this. I mean that's what, how long ago was it? I wrote that blog about welcome to patholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like ten years ago. I wrote that blog for you. Well, you know, you know. Also, really sadly, two students at Dale College passed away this week. And while I was doing the research on that story, mm. I saw that one of the students. Previously, because I, I think there's now six altogether in the last few mm. months. One of them who died last year, it was because their car hit a pothole, hit a pothole, yeah. overturned. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so, yeah. Those potholes. You know, it's really funny, and I love the pictures where you see people brushing their teeth or, or diving in or whatever. But, but they really yeah. are a hazard. I've been planting trees in them for ages. Nobody's really <laughs> noticed. Anyway, it's not nice okay. when you bash into a tree in the middle of the road. Yeah, I pl- I plant trees and I feed people. So I see that there's also the ladles of love have been doing some amazing stuff as well since beginning of lockdown. And I mean, you know that I went and worked in a soup kitchen, like just doing prep yeah. for the soup kitchens in Rosebank and everywhere for everybody that was hungry. I and I think most restaurateurs actually got on board with that and turned their restaurants when they couldn't open into soup kitchens. Yeah. So so remember ladles of love we have spoken about before because in Cape Town they broke some records with um, kilometers mm. and kilometers of cans, which obviously equates to uh, kilometers and kilometers of cans for people to eat. And now they've actually they've actually moved up to Gauteng. So it's really brilliant. There's a lot in a lot of soup kitchens in in Alexandra and different places. And people around the world can get involved. They're going to be trying to break another world record on Mandela Day, 18th of July. But you can get involved mm-hmm. from now. I think they're trying to get 120,000 cans and make an official South African flag, which will which will be better than the one that the that the sports minister arts minister was was suggesting Oh my because this me, flag yeah. will then will then go and allow people to be able to eat. Because you know, there's some people in in Akateng and in South Africa who are so starving that that their kids are actually eating sand just to fill I their know. stomachs. I mean, that's crazy, crazy. And there's yeah. people who take medicine, and you have to take your medicine with food, and they don't have food. So ladles of love is exactly what it says. It's it's not yeah. just donating it's coming with love and bringing hope and making making the place far better i'm just wondering if they're going to put out kind of a directive as to what color cans that they want so we can make this whole picture up yeah i was wondering about how do we make the south african flag out of a mishmash 
of maize. Well, and peas. I mean, there's enough cans with enough colours on them. So there's like peas and green. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. even in fact, they can get the canned food manufacturers to to kind of like get on board and and put special labels on. Yes, that would be nice. Yeah. Okay, you heard it here. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> okay, so now I've been entertaining myself because I haven't had a car by watching a lot of um, stuff on on TV. Well, on my version of TV. Yeah. On my bread box because I'm completely obsessed with it, yeah. Um, but what is happening on the other channels apart from the fact I know there is sport somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's sport on Showmax Pro. There's Sex and the City's follow-up. Um, it's called uh, And Just Like That. And Just Like That. I watched the first episode and I was so sad. Oh, Yeah. Oh, it was so sad. Sorry, I'm just giving the game away if you haven't watched it. Yeah. You did not hear but it then, here. But then isn't it weird that it then worked for the better that that particular character left the show because mm-hmm. um, of the allegations against him for rape. So, Oh, I did not know about that. Yeah. I like Chris North. Yeah, I, I also like like Chris North, but at least three women came forward and their stories were pretty similar, LA and New York. Um, oh, really? So there, there actually was footage of him later in the in the season, which they took out. Mm. Yeah. Okay, guys, you need to stop this nonsense now, all of you. Okay, it's not cool. Yeah. All right, especially especially if you're supposed to be like role models. Okay, and then what's this about Charlize versus Charlize? Oh, just if you are a Charlize fan, and she is Charlize Theron, she is South Africa's biggest movie star and and one of the Mm. world's biggest movie stars uh this month on showmax you can watch eight movies that are starring Charlize. so if you feel like getting proudly south african watch that and then if you're in the uk and i think there's also it's perhaps on rt in europe but if you're in the Mm -hmm. uk channel four you can watch the Canefield killings which is remember we interviewed kim engelbrecht kim engelbrecht and she was in south africa it was called reika and actually, if you've got Showmax International, you can watch it on Showmax International, actually, as as Raker. I think so. I, I'm not sure about that. I might be wrong. Um, but anyway. Okay. But you'll let us know. It'll be up on the site, yeah. I'm sure. Channel 4. Oh, and what's the, the river in St. Oyster? Oh, just for anybody, because, because we were talking about Sex in the City and, and the Charlize ones, which are only available for people in South Africa. Anybody mm-hmm. overseas who's missing South Africa, there's the river and there's St. Oyster that... Um, that are worth watching, new seasons, and you can binge watch. Cool. Oh, binge watching is the only way to go these days, quite frankly, especially if it's a nasty day I outside. Know. You just hang out, hot chocolate, and there we go. I know. And well, of course, it's like for for us, the Sex in the City season, we got we had mm-hmm. to wait each week. I which, remember you saying you had yeah, to wait. Yeah, it's just not fun anymore. <laughs> it's like, no, it's too that's much not fun. Happening. No. You know, you've got to like also, if, well, if you're waiting for the episodes, you can always, of course, get onto your computer and go and check out what's happening on sapeople.com because there's lots of scanner there, lovelies. Yeah, there's lots of stuff and beautiful pictures and videos of people doing good stuff around South Africa. And that's what we want to find out more about. Yeah. And what have you got coming up in the next week? What is the big story? Um, a story that we're working on at the moment, trying to find out whether it's a good or a bad thing, which is mm-hmm. four white lions who, who are originally from South Africa landed mm-hmm. up in a zoo at a Czech Republic zoo and now have just been moved to a zoo in Venezuela. The the article has been sent to us with lots of pictures and videos purporting mm. to be a really good thing. Um, it's exposing people in Venezuela who are too poor to travel to Africa to actually appreciate wildlife. 
but um, you know, I know a lot of the conservationists say no zoo is a good zoo and people should rather watch documentaries than go to zoos because it's not good for the actual animals. Okay. I will I will sort of err on the side of saying, okay, I, I don't believe that animals should be kept in cages all that much. However, the amount of work that zoos do when they keep the zoos list and also how much work goes into actually making species don't become extinct. Yeah. And we're not talking about just conservationists. The zoos around the world, they've got their lists. And like if there's a country that's got... Um, a gorilla that um, is a female and she's coming into estrus and they will find if there's a gorilla somewhere else. I mean, it's a hell of a complicated know, thing, but they are working on the prop- propagation of the species. Yeah. So we must always remember that yeah. as well. And the only way they can get money in to do that, of course, is by having animals and charging people to come and have a look at them. And how many kids are actually going to get to see elephants if they couldn't go to a zoo? Let's be honest. Yeah. So we're just waiting for all the experts to send us their opinion and we'll quote you as well. Yeah, quote me. Yeah. Expert mom of future things. guide. Future re- game ranger coming up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going into conservation and, and we, we are very closely linked with various zoos as well. So I've I've done a lot of work with them over the years. You know, also right, it's World well, Environment Day on Sunday. Yes, and I know. Aren't we all part of it? The, the animals and us we, and we are indeed. And um, in fact, on Mansfield Today and on the Grounded podcast, we are talking about World Environment Day and what you can do. And yes, I mean, those are two good things for South Africans as well, seeing as like you, you can't get your information from overseas a lot of the time because, you know, we have different seasons. Yeah. Okay. We're giving great ideas on what you can do for World Environment Day and how to be a better person when it comes to actually greening your space as well. Brilliant. Cool. Jenny, always an absolute pleasure. It's so lovely to see your gorgeous face. And I can see you've been, we're both wearing polo necks, but you have no sleeves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a lovely day there. It's a lovely day here. And I think it's going to be a fantastic weekend. So have a fabulous weekend and we will catch up with you again next week. Thank you. And in the meantime, everybody, don't forget, get on to sapeople.com. Go and share your news and views and your pictures as well. As long as you give us good news or helpful stuff for people who are overseas or people who are overseas who want to come back. We're there for you. Take good care. Bye, Jen. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.